This is the Sold School Podcast, Episode 5. Welcome to the Sold School Podcast. I'm your host, Will Mansour. I'm here with my host, Sean Getty. What's up, Sean? What's up, what's up? Today, we are going to discuss how to always be on. And what we mean by that is you should always be having conversations with people about real estate, which will convert them into clients. And we have many cases, many stories that we're gonna share with you today as well as stick around to the end because I'm gonna share with you a trick of the trade I did with a local sports team doing this exact same thing. So without further ado, let's get into this. You ready, Sean? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, it's hilarious. It's at the end of it. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So I'll just get into it here. Ready? All right. So you're you're no, I don't want to do that. I'm at a party and I show up and there's all these people there that I don't know. And all of a sudden I find myself buried in a real estate conversation. Has that ever happened to you? Always. Now, here's the question though. Has it happened because you've started the conversation or has it happened because they've started the conversation? Uh, always me. Yeah. Always you. Always. Now, do you, do you find that there are uh, agents in our, in our space that don't want to start that conversation? Oh, yeah. I've got uh, one of the guys that, that I've worked with closely um, who's, who's doing a fantastic job now, but was struggling quite a bit when I met them. Uh, three kids all play on sports teams. Uh, didn't do a single deal. Five, five years as a realtor, hadn't done a single deal from any of his kids' sports teams. Crazy. Yeah. But why? Cause he just wasn't, Never you know, I think, that. I think I, I hear it before you answer that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you why I think, I think a lot of agents are uncomfortable, are insecure, and they don't really know how to start the conversation. Right. Yeah, or they feel like they're going to be too pushy if they start the conversation, right? So like, oh, I'm going to push away a friend or push away like one of my kids' parents' friends or something like that and maybe wreck it for them. But it's, it's not the case at all. Yeah, like, oh, there's Sean going on again, trying to sell me shit. Oh, my God, there's Sean. Let's go right. He's going left. You know, and I, I think there's a lot of agents out there that are, are definitely like that. I So here's an example. Of, of where it works. So the other day I have a, a gentleman that I use to paint all of my listings and whether it's for sale or for lease. And so we were in the house uh, and I just stopped by to check it out. It's actually a place I'm listing for lease. It needed cleaned up and my clients decided, yeah, let's get it painted. So I go and I talk to him and I know where he lives and I know what his house is worth. And uh, I asked him, I said, Hey, How's things going with your house? Oh, it's great. The market's nuts, eh? I'm like, you don't mind me asking, how much do you got left on your mortgage? You've been in there forever. He goes, I got like a couple hundred thousand. I go, you know, you're sitting on a lot of money there. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you've got probably $1.8 million of equity because I could get $2 million for your house. And I'm like, I, I and I said to him, I wouldn't sell your house. I'd refinance it into a product, a, a bank product that's going to allow you to diversify and build your property portfolio. Otherwise, I said, bro, your money's just sitting there collecting dust, not working for you. And that's how my conversation went with him. It wasn't, hey, oh, the market's really hot, eh? Ever think about selling? Nudge, nudge. I don't do that. It was, I got to give you a strategy, uh, a scenario where your money you have can work for you right? And it doesn't necessarily involve selling your house. It involves risk. Okay. And that was a different conversation I had. You want to share with the, the listeners uh, something you've had, something similar that oh, yeah. wasn't a nudge, nudge, sell with me. I'm Sean Getty. <laughs> Tons of those. And even if you think about this, like, think about this, like, like I would, I would have taken that conversation with that guy and I'm sure you went down this road, but like, you know, he said he had $200,000 left on his mortgage. But realistically, he probably bought that house, what, 10 years ago? Uh, about 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. Right. So in theory, what's he got left on his mortgage? How many years? Uh, 12. 12 years, probably. 10, 12 years. Yeah. Probably 25-year mortgage, right? Yeah, 25. So, yeah. Yep. 
right? So it's going to take him another, let's call it 12 years, 13 years to pay that mortgage off at the pace he's currently going, but it's worth 1.8 million or 2 million, whatever it's worth. So what about taking that money out and you, you're, um, uh, what's it called? Like a diamond agent or whatever that you have access to the pre-cons? Platinum. Platinum. So you guys have access to those pre-con uh, condominiums. <clears throat> so why not be like, hey, you can actually pay your mortgage off next year. And here's how, right? And then explain pre-cons to them and then how we could buy one or two and each one's going to be worth 100 grand or 200 grand, whatever it's going to be. And he goes, pull your equity out. Let it ride for a year to two years, sell it with that cash, pay off your entire mortgage, be mortgage free forever. Yeah. Well, let yeah. me speed up you paying off your mortgage by over a decade. Right. And at the same time, building your property portfolio with two or three more doors. Right. Yeah. If they want, if they want to keep them. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Or some want, but some people don't want to rent. Some people don't want to be landlords. And I, I totally understand that. But like, think about it like that. Like you're not uh, a pain in the ass. You're not hurting somebody. You're not annoying them. You're literally showing them how to take a decade of payments away from their life. Like, what would you do if you could take a decade of mortgage payments away? How much better would your life be? Oh, my God. You know, and I think I think it's really important as well. And not everybody is able to do this like we have been able to. But if you have experience buying doors and owning doors, holding doors, uh, whether it's in Canada or the U.S., you then become a good resource for that type of conversation to convert to business, right? Uh, I give you an example. I put like, this is hilarious, man. And this, anyone who's listening, if you are having second thoughts on posting something uh, because you're insecure about how you look or talk or sound, fucking just do it. And here, listen, last Sunday, okay, uh, was you left. I, I left you. Uh, you went to the airport and I went and did showings, remember? yeah. You went to Ottawa. So basically I went and did these showings and I had about, I think 20 minutes in between my final showing. So I'm in my car and uh, I record a video on investing in the United States and how to do it with, a, with getting a mortgage and this, that, and the other. And I put it on Instagram and I put it on TikTok. TikTok has around 7,500 views and I can't, I think I have 40 conversations going from both agents and buyers who want to know and understand what I did. Okay. So that's an indirect conversation starter I had. And now I have the ability to probably convert a bunch of these people into buyers down in Florida. And then I have my people down in Florida that are going to be doing the legwork for me. And then I'm going to be collecting. 25 points or whatever for the referral down to Florida from a TikTok video I did because I had 20 minutes to kill in my car. Right. Yeah. Well, we, like, don't, we, don't, we don't, we don't, we don't kill time. You had 20 minutes of time to invest in your business and you amen, took it. brother. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful, right. Yeah. Amen. Okay. So and, and there's many ways to, to generate conversations uh, to convert business. Um, and let's talk about them. So, uh, the main one we have is social. So you, you, you had some, you had an, an interesting thing happen to you. Was it yesterday or the day before? Two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Two days ago. And that's why we talk about building your social sphere and um, you know, your social influence, why it's so important. Uh, one of the reasons, obviously deals is number one, right? Yeah. So what happens is you want to be the authority in your community, in your social community. So when everybody has questions, they turn to you, but you're always top of mind, right? Amen. So, yeah, we went to go stay at a hotel um, in Bath a couple days ago. And nice. um, yeah, we went to go stay at a hotel in Bath a couple days ago. And uh, as we're checking in, the girl checking us in is like, hey, like, I don't want this to be weird, but I know who you are. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. And, um, you know, it's through social, right? Through like one of our mutual connections and then through social media. And um, yeah, so she ended up upgrading us to like the, this is a pretty expensive hotel that we stayed at. And she ended up upgrading us to the top room that was available for free, gave us a couple of free drinks and all that kind of stuff. Kind and of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, but yeah, like that was uh, through building it through social media, but then again, putting yourself out there, being your authentic self and then have somebody connect with you, even though I've never, I had no clue who this person was. Which is crazy, um, right? Like how many, people out there know who you are or who I am or who, whoever you are listening 
and you don't even know that they know you, right? Well, I get it all the time. Like, I walk to my dog, I go, friends. Someone's like, Sean Getty? I'm like, yeah. It's like, I follow you on Instagram, man. I remember this post you did when you said this. Right? Yeah, that's, that's happened to me at the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That actually happened to me up at, at the liquor store in Muskoka. Yeah. I'm in uh, in Bala and uh, near near our family place, and I'm in there, and this, this woman sees me. She saw the logo, actually. This my logo, my WM on my hat, and she said the same thing, I guess. And I'm just like, it's kind of creepy to be honest with you. But how many of them are out there? And that's a result of what you're doing on social, right? Well, and let's talk about that, right? Because I think a lot of people are missing the keys of how to how to actually like step by step do this. Because like, you know, I'm a little over 4,700 followers now. And I started with uh, 280 is what I started with. You started with zero. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. Started. When, I started in, when I started in real estate, I, I think yeah, I got about a dozen posts under 300 followers. And um, yeah, so I've steadily grown my following by anywhere from like 100 to 150 followers a month consistently in the communities where I want to work in my local communities with the exact type of people that I'm looking to work with. Right. So it's pretty amazing. Yep. So how do you do that? Right. And it's so simple on how to do it, but like a lot of people that just don't spend the time doing it. So what we do is uh, you literally just jump on hashtags, right? Um, you literally just jump on hashtags and locations and you got to comment um you want to comment and DM on people that are in the communities that you're working in doing the things that you like to do. So like, let's say you like ice skating or you like cross country skiing, or you like flowers or you like whatever it is you like, find people that are liking those things by put by the hashtags in the locations you want to work, comment and like their posts. They're going to see yours and you should be posting things that are similar to that. And I'm like, Oh, I vibe with this person. This is great. Let me follow them. You fo you follow them back, throw them a DM instantly start a conversation and now that's a friend that you just made right which is so important and, and one thing i'll just interject here for our listeners when he says comment he's not saying put an emoji down and a happy face or a fire he's saying thoughtfully comment on the post um that's right not yeah. not where emoji. yeah where did you get that how did you see this what did you do to get this result something along those lines right and something that somebody would be like, oh, this is a real person. This is just a bot or whatever kind of going through automatic, automatically commenting on things. And it's amazing the connections you can have. But like, I almost don't go anywhere now without somebody knowing me uh, that I don't know, right? Or that I might know through social media. Uh, so I can walk into like last night, I walked into a, a house party and we'll, we'll get into this about turning combos and uh, combos and clients. I walked in a, a house party, a friend's birthday. And one of the guys came up, he's like, oh, Sean, what's happening, right? So like right away, I'm like, oh, hey, you know, whatever, right? And he's like, you know what? I was thinking about getting an investment property and you keep talking about it. And like, hey, can we have a conversation? And of course we can have a conversation, <laughs> right? But, um, you know, having a big social media presence in the communities where you want to work is going to help you start those conversations when you're out in the real world. Yeah, as opposed to communities where you don't want to work, right? Like, like you said, you're... You're walking your dog and people see you and talk to you. I get it. So let's let's talk about where my world is spent in hockey arenas, right? Uh, I have a son. He plays hockey. I'm, I'm, I'm in arenas every day. I was in one this morning. Um, and I, I, I was in my car uh, actually having convos with leads that were brand new, uh, texting back and forth. That, that uh, That's a whole other bucket that we teach. But I was having convos and setting up search alerts and doing that in my car while my son was on the ice. And then when my son was on the ice, I, I actually went in and I went in and I socialized with uh, a bunch of the parents and they know what I'm, they know who I am. And if they don't, I have a hat on and everyone always says, Hey, that logo is cool. What is that? That's my real estate brand. Oh, you're an agent. If they don't even know. Right. Uh, which right. is usually not the case, but you know, I do a, a lot of the work that I do I'm not, I'd say a, a lot of my sphere is from hockey, right? Whether it's from when I was a kid, uh, just people I played with growing up to other parents I now know and socialize with that I do business with. And so uh, I, I take it very seriously. And like I said, it's very important that 
I'm positioning the convo in a way that's going to benefit them because people want to be understood, right? Yeah. You know, you're not trying to be understood. They want to be understood. So you're asking proper questions uh, to find out what's going on with them to see if there's a deal to be made. And, and I can't even tell you how much that happens indirectly. And, and listen, I'm sure there's agents listening that, you know, if they're sitting there at the dinner table at their in-laws and all of a sudden they start talking about real estate and they start, you know, people start, they start talking about deals that other people did with other agents and they start getting really uncomfortable at the table. Right. And, you know, you shouldn't do that. This is your job. This is your pro profession. So you should be engaging in those conversations. And if there's something opinion wise, you got to say, pick your battles, obviously, if it's, if it, especially if it's family. Uh, but it's super important that you, you engage. So let's talk about engagement. Yeah. Um, I, I want to circle back and give another example of, of what people's mindset should be. Yeah. <laughs> you know me, man. The, the Sean Getty thing. circle back. I got to get alarms. I got to get that DJ, DJ sound. <laughs> Here we go. Here's, here's my five minute story for my 32nd point, but it all makes sense. Yeah. But, um, preface to the preface. Here's the plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plot twist. So, um, so get this. So this is a little while ago. Uh, a friend of mine uh, was uh, asking me, he sends me this house. And um, he goes, would you buy this house for a million dollars? And I go and I run the comps and I'm looking at it and I'm like, absolutely not. And he's like, really? Why not? I'm like, because it's like a 1.4, $1.5 million house. I go, you're not getting this for a million bucks. There's something wrong with it, right? Someone's trying to offer yeah. it off shit on you is what's happening. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, what if it wasn't? What if I knew it was good? I'm like, well, how do you know it's good? And he's not, he's not trying to tell me the story, right? Like he's not trying to give me the whole goods. <clears throat> and I'm like, well, how are you getting a $1.5 million house or 1.4, whatever it is for a million bucks? Like no one's going to, like, why, why would they do that, right? And then so what happens is um, as you go into the conversation a bit more, uh, the guy who owned it was a professional athlete and he was going to use the loss to net his taxes down. And he was going to pick this house up at like 30% discount, right? Which is amazing. Yeah. But it's a, it's a win-win on both sides. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's the case. I'm like, yeah, absolutely go buy that. And um, he's like, but it's a private deal. So like, do, do you mind just, you know, running the comps and making sure I'm doing okay, whatever. And uh, he goes, I can't include you in this one, obviously, because it's between us. I'm like, yeah, not a problem at all. And he's like, let me pay you for your time and your expertise. Like, I'll give you a thousand bucks or 1500 bucks. I'm like, keep your money. Like, it's okay. Like it's, you know, this is, it's a five minute thing for me. Right. So he ends up buying the house and it's awesome. And, uh, he's, his birthday was last night. So I go to his birthday party and, uh, we're walking around. He's giving me the tour. Cause I haven't been in there yet. And the house is phenomenal. Like it's awesome. Right. I'm walking through and it's got huge solid core doors and it's got like three giant, you know, 12 foot chandeliers and all that kind of stuff. And, um, he's like, so what do you think my house is worth right now? And I'm like, well, I don't know, but like, like you're for sure up 20, 30%, like for sure. Right? Yeah. From the real value, not your price. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause what the market's done. And he's like, well, you think I should sell it? I'm like, no, you should not. Well, like, where are you going to go? <laughs> right? Yeah. Where are you going to go? <laughs> How would you sell this? Right. Like this, yeah. this is a beautiful house in a beautiful community. <clears throat> he's like, yeah, but there's so much equity. I'm like, no, 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 man. You don't want like to cash out for no reason. Um, I'm like, but what you should do is pull that equity out and you should buy some condo investments. You should buy some dupes or whatever. And I'm explaining it all to him. And I'm like, if you play this move, right, you have so much equity in here that you could probably chunk away or cancel your mortgage in like a year to two years. He's like, what? And I'm explaining it to him. And then all of a sudden now a crowd is building like normal and everyone's listening and everything. um, Yeah. And folks, seen that happen. (laughs) And uh, all of a sudden now, by by being a good guy and and actually telling him the real things, not just like, oh, let me sell your house so I can get some commission, right? Well, you're not being transactional, right? You're you're actually you give a shit. I would care. You're you're you want to build and and solidify the relationship. So otherwise you're being transactional, right? So and then get this. So now he's talking and he's like, okay, listen, I got this equity. He goes, I also got some cash sitting around. I could probably buy some more investments. 
And like these conversations, like the guy's very, keeps his cards close. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Gosh, like, like 20, 50, 80,000 bucks. Like, what do you want to invest? He's like, I have like half a mil just sitting here. I'm like, doing what? <laughs> right. Uh, yes, yeah, sitting. Right. So now we're talking about investing that. And then he's like, okay, well, I've also kind of got this off market deal that I can do. And he's talking about this off market deal. And I'm like, shit, that's an amazing fucking deal too. He's like, so what should I do with all this? And now we're making a game plan. Now we're talking about like, you know, a few million dollars worth of transactions uh, instead of me just doing one with his current house and he's going to keep that one. And then now the other people that are at the party now know me to be this guy too. That's not just going to push them to do uh, stuff to make me money, but stuff for them to make money. <laughs> okay, let's circle back. And that's a conversation. Amazing. And that's a conversation at the party. However, he already knew, like, and trust you, trusted you before. Mm. And he offered to cut you in for something. And you said, your money's no good here, bro. Yeah. Right. Which means it's all about the relationship. That's and right. now he really right. knows, likes, and trusts you. He knows who you are. And so somebody who was very, keeps his cards close uh, is now opening his hand and giving you everything because you know, you're not about the money. And I, I operate the exact same way, whether it's with a buyer seller or with somebody in my collaboration group, I offer the exact, I operate the same way. Your money's no good here. I don't need your money. Right. And so, um, you know, you got that give, give, give mentality and it's going to come back and it's going to not only with this guy, but who knows who else was, you know, sitting on a little birdie chirp there, uh, listening into what was going on last night. Cause you know, it, it's, and, it, and again, I, I love and appreciate that angle of, a, of, of communication because you're, you're distributing value, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and sometimes people don't know what they don't know. And, the way you position the message is massive and can go 10 times further than you just being one-sided and transactional. Right. And, and again, that's just about having the, having the mindset of the conversation and you, you should love real estate. Like you should be obsessed with real estate. If you want to be successful at it, if you're not obsessed, it's not going to work for you. 100%. I'm going to give you another example. And I'm not sure if this guy's listening. So <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Okay? I love the guy, to be honest with you. Awesome guy. But um, about turning conversations into clients, right? Because you need to. And um, so me, like I'm, I'm always looking for conversations, right? Like you've been out with me enough times. Like I'll, I'll fucking talk to a post if it'll talk back to me, right? And, yeah, I've seen, I've seen that movie, by the way. It was in that well. It was late at night. It was in Vegas. Anyways, we're eating yeah, pizza. <laughs> so what happened though is uh, I was letting my dog out in my building and um, uh, it was late at night. It was probably like 11 o'clock, something like that. And I'm coming back and there's someone else bringing their dog in and we're talking in the elevator. And again, you only have like a 30 second what time frame? Like an elevator pitch? So I'm talking yep. to the guy. Yep. And we're not talking about real estate or anything. We're just talking. And uh, he's like, hey, man, you know, I'm having a few people over. Like, why don't you come by? And me, I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I know there's only renters in this building because it's a rental-only building. I'm like, maybe people are looking to move. Maybe people got cash for investing. Maybe people have a house that they're thinking about selling. That You know what I mean, right? So I'm like, yeah, let me come by. So I came upstairs, let Mac out, grabbed a couple of beers. I don't know the guy. So we just changed numbers. So I text him and I have to like, go downstairs for him to buzz me up. <clears throat> so I text him. I'm like, Hey man, yeah, I'm ready to come up. And like 10 minutes goes by and nothing's happened. I'm like, Oh, maybe you just, you know, didn't have his phone, forgot, whatever. And again, I have no idea who's there. No idea how many people are there. Nothing. Yeah. So 10 minutes goes by and he finally texts back. He's like, Oh shit, man, I was charging my phone. Yeah. I'll come get you. Okay. Perfect. Grab a couple of beers from the fridge, uh, go meet him on the, like the mutual floor. And then we go up. Right. And uh, I walk in the party, and as soon as I walk in, same thing, that big social fear. Oh, shit, Sean, right? So, like, three, four people already knew me, so it's already perfect, right? Yeah. And uh, so I'm going, and the people that I already know, I already know. So I'm, I'm good here. Same, like, when I came to your party, right? Like, I already yeah. know Will. I'm good. I don't need to talk to Will. Let me go talk <laughs> to you. <Will>. Yeah. <laughs> but, guys, remember, when you're when you're in an, uh, an, a new environment, 
you don't need to, like, if you're thinking about your business, you don't need to talk to the people that are already your friends. You need to make new friends. Those people are already your friends, right? Yep. And uh, so I go and I'm starting to talk to new people and all this, um, uh, just meeting as many as I can. One of the guys that's there is a real estate agent, right? And like 10 out of 10 guy. And we're talking and we're talking about business and different prospecting strategies, whatever. And everyone's drinking a little bit. And then he's telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, I had this, you know, one of my best friends and he points to the guy. He's like him. He goes, he was looking for an investment property. He goes, but I don't really do investment properties like that. You know? So I passed him off to this guy, took no referral, no nothing. And it's one of his best friends that he's at an actual party with. Right. Yeah. Tell me a couple more examples of that. I'm like, dude, what? Those are your deals. Right. Yeah. You just gave away a deal. Gave away completely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, what happened is um, whether it be through fear or through thinking he, you know, maybe wasn't good enough or didn't know enough or whatever, uh, he gave his friends away to somebody else. And now those people use that person. And I know the realtor that he gave away to, that guy's also a very good realtor. That guy's probably going to eat up all the referrals now because he got the job done and did a good job, right? Exactly, yeah. So this is a person that, that uh did not turn convos into clients and missed out, right? And this person bought an investment property and he bought it, like it's gotta be at least six months ago now because I think he bought it last fall. So at least that property is probably up a few hundred grand, right? The guy's probably gonna send thank you cards and flowers to the day <laughs> instead of his friend. Can you imagine being at that party, being like, man, I just did a sale in your area that I sold you that house, and you're up like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. The guy'd be like, holy shit! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's, there's always like, okay, so we can exhaust social convos to clients um, like crazy. I wanna, I wanna talk a little bit now about social media convos to clients because you have had some great success, as have I. Not as great as you. I don't really. I do not even close to the amount of social stuff you do, but I have a, a massive sphere, but uh, I'm going to put it out there. And uh, I, I've told my, my collaboration group this as well. I'm going to close $150,000 in GCI this year from cold leads. I was a 90-10 uh, sphere cold guy. Now I'm going to be a 70-30. Uh, and it's, I can't tell you enough, it's, it's already working and it's phenomenal. But you, my friend, did something like 80 transactions through converting social media convos to clients. More, more than that. Yeah. Is that, is that a that. fucking book title or what? How to convert know. social media <laughs> convos to clients with yeah. Sean Anton Getty. By <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean Anton Getty. <laughs> Preface by anyways. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, preface by, by Will Mansour. You. But uh, it's funny. Like Max always asks me. Like every time we come to the office, he's like, "Do you close a deal today? Do you close a deal today? How many you close this year?" I'm like, "Dude, I don't know. I don't even count." I go like, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> right? Like, yeah. like we're doing like a deal a day or a deal every two days right now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, like uh, it's funny because on Sundays I get the the screen time report right. Do you get that on your iPhone? How much time? I got it about an hour ago. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. What was yours? Uh, 10 hours, 44 minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to look mine up. It's not that. I, I think my screen time was down actually uh, two hours a day. Yeah. I don't know if it's here. Yeah. I, buddy, I was crazy, crazy busy outside this week. There's no, okay. So I averaged eight hours. No, my, sorry. Last week, my daily average was four hours and four minutes, yeah. which was down 49% yeah. from the week before. I was so, I was not on this at all this week. Yeah. 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 Not, not good. But uh, yours is 10 hours average a day. 11. 11. Okay. Sorry. 11. <laughs> okay. So what are you doing? Why are you on there 10 hours, 11, sorry, 11, 11, 11. Why are you 11, on there 11, 11 hours, hours a day? Really, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, usually, it's usually between 10 and 11 hours. It's pretty, okay. pretty standard. And when are you on? All day, every day? You know, is there certain blocks you're on and you're not? Like, what no, are you doing? It's whenever I have free time. 
right? Like anytime that I'm, I'm down for five, 10 minutes or I have an hour or whatever it is, I'm constantly on social media having conversations with people. Like my, my DMs are endless, like endless. 11 like, hours a day, bro. How many hours do you sleep? Not many. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's only 24 in everyone's day, right? You're on 11 hours of it. You're on social. That's incredible. Okay. Well, maybe not all social, like there's phone calls and stuff. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's talk about social combos to clients. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Well, but the secret sauce. Yeah, maybe they're clients, maybe they're not. I have no idea, right? Right. So I know that the more conversations that I get going, the better chance I have to be not top of mind, but top of preference, and the better chance that I have to get referrals and all those kind of things. So I'll have conversations with everybody about anything all the time. I don't care. Whatever they're into. So when people are putting stories up, when people are putting posts up, like I'm, I don't let a story go by without some type of comment, Right. Like some type of comment, even if it's the bare minimum, the emoji, but I'm just, Hey, what's up? What's this? What's going on? Uh, whatever, whatever it is that they're posting about, I'll talk about it. And through those conversations, a conversation will get started. And then it almost always turns into real estate in some way or another. Like, Oh, I see you're crushing it. Oh, I see this. Oh, he's the house. They're selling for hundred grand over now. What's going on or whatever. Right. Yeah. But you don't, you don't real, you know, this, but the average Joe doesn't that that's an algorithm hack, by the way. And an algorithm hack, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Like commenting on people's stories, not posts in their newsfeed stories is an algorithm hack at its finest. That's another episode. Anyways, go on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So yeah, but what happens is you're, you're just building friendships and relationships, right? And then um, through that is, again, boost your algorithm. And then you get conversations about real estate. And then you're the guy that they're asking questions to, or girl that they're asking questions to. And when it comes time to do deals, you're the person. And I've got at any given time more, like, here's a really good example. So uh, the back half of last year, 2021, uh, I was 100% focused on the real estate team, my team. So I stopped the interactions. I stopped the DMs. I stopped posting about real estate the way that I was. I was posting more about uh, team building, attraction, motivation, because that was the goal. And I took a team that had zero agents to 23. So mission accomplished. Uh, learned way too many <laughs> lessons that we could talk about here. Um, but I took six months off of selling myself. And I still did over 100 deals, if you can imagine. Um but uh, in December, it was no longer working. So I had to basically collapse the team, right? Like my concept didn't work and that's okay because we never fail. We fail forward and we learn and you know, the next yep. version is you now. Right. But um, I started working again in December. And then obviously Christmas, it's hard to like, like work, work over Christmas. Um, so I had about a week before Christmas and then started really getting back after it in January. And we have a huge board that's a whole wall in the office. And um, we kept... Uh, uh, Jessica, Max, Gary, and Matt, basically, for the most part. So there's there's four of them, and then the old deals from the team, the people that have left, right? Because they haven't taken possession yet. Within a month, you can go and you can look at that board, and I had more than everybody combined. And I started from absolutely zero. But how? Yeah, turning combos into conversations. <laughs> well, let's start, let's start from scratch. Let's just start from scratch. You're, you don't know me, and I'll, how do you find me? Yeah, well, you would be easy because uh, no, no, no. But let's just say yeah. scroll, but we have so many common interests, right? Yeah, yeah, no. But let's just say we didn't, and 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 so you type in, you go to Instagram, you type in the search, you type in, yeah, whatever. So like, you know, YYC hockey. If I want to go play some outdoor rink, like YYC ODR, something like that. Right. I would catch a bunch of bunch of guys that are playing under the outdoor rink, right? Right. Or like the Banff, right? There's like an an awesome outdoor skating rink there. So I would go to that location. I would catch people playing puck outside. I'm into that. So I would yep. come like and DM all of those people. They'd be like, who's this guy? They would come out of my feed. They would see that I'm on my story posting about those kind of things. And on my feed, I'm always giving value and education. They'd be like, oh, I'm interested in this. Like, this isn't just another TikTok realtor. Like, this guy's actually talking about stuff that's going to, you know, increase my portfolio, my business, my life. Yeah. They follow me, I follow them back. We start a conversation. And then whenever it happens, it happens. It might be next week. It might be next month. It might be next year. Yeah. We turn, we turn that into a deal or a referral. From nothing, which is crazy because you have zero ad spend. 
Yeah, no, I don't spend any money on it. Yeah, you, spend, yeah, you are a cheap SOB. You, you don't spend any money and you close deals. You're a cheap SOB. I love it. So uh, that is like one of many ways you mm-hmm. can generate conversations on social media uh, to, to, to convert to clients. It's, it's crazy. And then the other thing too is, and I, I, for shits and giggles, tried this out uh, last year and I do it all the time now, is if I got some free time, which is not a lot, I will actually go on to Facebook and if I'm on my desktop, on the right-hand side, it shows you everybody that's online. They got a little green button beside them, their names, right? So what I did was I typed the same message, copied and pasted it into 20 different chats. Yep. Big mistake uh, because I can't have 20 chats at the same time. So bing, 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 bing. It was going absolutely apeshit. And I was tied down for three hours. Okay. Yep. But... I will say this, two transactions happened because of that, two. That two. wouldn't have happened otherwise, right? From 20, from 20 conversations, it's that easy. Yeah, exactly, it's crazy. Here's an easy one you could do and you should do every day. Happy birthday. Yeah. Every day, just log on to Facebook, see whose birthday it is, happy birthday, what'd you get up to today? Yeah, What's yeah. okay, so there, there's an important part there. Happy birthday slash question right it's open it's yeah. not closed happy birthday's closed happy mm-hmm. birthday what are you up to today for your birthday that's open right so make sure you ask an open-ended question after you say happy birthday because now you're engaging right and if you really want to you can do that on a chat you don't have to uh, or, or you can you should do it but that should be a dm yeah dm or you could yeah i know just for the listeners i want to make sure it's not just like they're posting on their on their uh, newsfeed or if you know the person you can just text them or call them right um some of the things i've done in the past i still do this day is i'll block out some time and i'll do happy birthday messages right hey sean what's up buddy happy birthday hope we're gonna have a great day today this year's gonna be killer for you Blah, blah 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 take it easy see you later and boom pound out like 50 of those in two hours and then you save them and you put them in that person's profile in your CRM, you can even schedule it. And that video will go out while you're sleeping. It's pretty awesome. So uh, another way to connect with people who really aren't doing any business with you right now, and it doesn't mean that they're going to do business with you, but top of preference when the time comes, right? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So sick. Uh, okay. So we're going to get, we're going to wrap up soon. There's, this could go on forever. I mean, we all got like, we could write encyclopedias on this stuff, but I want to share with the listeners something cool I did, and it was an out of outside of the box. I don't even think I've shared this with you, with you, Sean, but it was an outside of the box thing I did a, a bunch of years ago as an agent. And at first, it wasn't really received well, but when I started doing it more, it was very well received. Okay. And what I, what I challenge you to do as a listener is find ways to generate conversations with people because those who have the most conversations win. And I always say, look back at your day. How many conversations did you have? You should have a goal of how many you want to have. I remember you when you first started, you leave the house with like 10 business cards and yeah, you wouldn't come back. back until you had handed out all 10 of those business cards, right? Right. Yep. 100%. Yeah. That's a goal. That's what I'm talking about. So if you wake up, you should say, number one thing I want to do is have 40 combos today. How am I going to do them? In person, on the phone, on social, DMs, text, whatever. I'm having 40 combos today. And I'm going to try to work real estate into those, all 40 of those combos. Your life's going to change dramatically. So this is what I did. I sponsored a girls hockey team. It was my friend's daughter's team. And that girls hockey team was like, okay, I have a sponsorship background, by the way, for those listening that don't know. And so I know a lot about sponsorship and a lot of sponsorship is a, is about a thing called activation. Okay. You need to activate your sponsorship to get the return on the investment. That's how it works. You, you, you don't just put money into something and expect the phone to ring. You need an activation plan. So you get your ROI back. Okay. So I gave them towards sponsorship, which is not really a lot of money, but I was sponsoring a bunch of teams. Mm -hmm. And what I said was this, 
Here's the deal. I need to get my 1500 bucks back. Having my name on the back of their jerseys, not enough. So I said, I, I had the coaches bring me in and I said, here's the deal, guys. Wouldn't it be really awesome if you didn't have to pay for your kids hockey? And they're like, yeah, how do you do that? Well, here's what's going to happen. Every person you refer to me or every deal I close through this circle of influence, I will give back $2,000 of my earned commission to the team. And they're like, what? And I'm like, every deal I do, two grand goes back in. Anyways, I got my 1500 bucks back and I made 15 grand for the team. Like they got 15,000 which they, it went back. So they each got around a hundred or thousand dollars, sorry, back towards their dues. And so they paid the dues were $2,000. They paid a thousand bucks to play hockey that year. I got deals done, right? I was good. They had to use, and their argument was this, well, you're going to be making a lot of money. Yeah, but that's my job. And they got to do deal. So you got to use a realtor anyways. So why don't they just use me? And then I'll give you guys money back on every deal I do. Okay. So it started first one came in, second one came in, third one came in. It was actually 18,000. Sorry, I said 15. It was 18 grand. They had everybody everybody got 1000 bucks back and it was from the deals. I just put it all into a kitty and and it worked. I only did it the one year, uh, but it worked very well. And my point is this. Figure out ways to get creative that you can do the same thing. Because I had, I had a captive audience. Instead of preaching from one to one, it was one to many, right? And now they had an incentive, which was to get people to use me so that their, their kids' hockey was paid for. That was the incentive. And so every time a conversation, I had people having conversations for me, right? When I wasn't even there. Yep. So it was like, I wasn't even there. And they're like, oh, Real estate? Oh, we got this guy and this and the other. And if you use him, he gives $2,000 of his money back towards Kim's team. And all of a sudden, I had these soldiers out in the field having conversations for me while I was having conversations for somebody else and making money. It was a pretty good hack. It worked very well. You know what's funny? This is why we get along so well. I, I had the exact same conversation with my teams. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 You can do it. Listen, it doesn't have to be a, a girls hockey team. It could be your men's league hockey team, Here's your men's soccer hockey. team, your women's yeah. soccer team, right? Yeah. Whatever. Just throw it out there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny is uh, the I, I'm on two teams now, and um, like we actually we talked about this. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but we talked about um, Brian Serhant's book, right? About people reading too much books without reading them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Go back and read it again. I'm like, you know, why did Ryan Serhant join one gym? And then why did he join a second gym? And where was it? And why in the concept? And like, did you really understand what he said? Right? Yeah, this was it. This wasn't on a podcast. But let's talk about this before we wrap up. Because this was awesome. For sure. Uh, which part? The, the reading too much or not reading? Not reading the right way? <laughs> the gyms. No, we want the gyms. The okay, gyms. The gyms. Mr. I, was, I was poking at Will. <laughs> yeah, you were poking at me. And I actually... I can't even open this. It's so brand new. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, this is, um, you know, just to kind of understand the, the context to it and then we'll get into it. But, you know, a lot of people, uh, they want to read a lot of books, which is totally fine. But for me, I don't want to read a lot of books. I want to understand and implement the books that I read, right? So um, in the Sell Like Surah book, and, you know, Ryan Surah is one of the greatest real estate agents alive today, right? The guy does a billion dollars of deals a year. It's insane. He's one of the top, if not the top broker in New York, the hardest and best market on the planet. Yep. So, you know, you can't say anything about the guy except for good things. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that he talked about coming up is he went to the gym and uh, he didn't go there. Obviously, he went there to work out. But he went out there to talk to people in the locker room, out by the water cooler, you know, on the weights, whatever. And he would start conversations with people with people and uh, turn them into deals. But when he started off in real estate, he didn't have a lot of money. He lived in low income areas and he went to low income gyms. So he was doing low income deals. Once it clicked to him, it was like, oh man, like I got, there's business to do here. He went, he got a, a membership at, um, do you remember the Equinox? whatever there's one in Vancouver too I remember seeing it but um, anyways 
uh, in Manhattan, right? So one of the most expensive gyms in one of the most expensive cities in the world. And I think he was paying 180 or 200 bucks a month, whatever it was. That's a lot for a gym membership. And what happened is that gave him access to higher net worth and higher income people. And he started doing higher end deals, right? And having conversations with people in the gym. And he went to- He's not at the gym wearing his headphones, looking at himself in the mirror and going to the gym for the wrong reasons. He's going to the gym to work. Work. Well, I get a workout, right? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Work out, but, square. but you want to do both, right? Yeah. Work squared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, so me, I'm like, you know, same kind of concept. It's funny because like I read so many of these books after I'm already doing the things and it just kind of validates like, okay, like I'm doing the right stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, so same thing. Like I joined two hockey teams and um, on the second team, everyone's new to me, obviously. Right. Cause I just joined it. And uh, I do a deal with one of the guys and uh, he makes, he's already, he hasn't taken possession yet even. Right. And he's got, a, he's probably up like fuck an infinite amount of money. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And um, what happens is there's three or four of the guys that are currently trying to do deals on the team and they're not getting the deals done. And I only met this guy a couple months ago. We went out for one week and we bought a house in that week. Cause I tell people, I go, we ain't going out shopping. We're going out buying, right. We ain't going out shopping yep and uh so he bought a house in the first week and now the market is completely skyrocketed and he's up so much money and every time that we're at hockey i make sure that these other guys hear the conversation about hey man you made another 15 grand this week hey man do you see this house that sold on the road for 35 grand more than you bought it for blah 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 i'm like you guys still shopping yeah <laughs> yeah you, know, you guys could have picked me you would be shopping you'd be buying yeah. And I'm not looking to poach anybody's clients. So I'm not trying to take from someone that's already worked with someone, but I want the rest of the people on the team to know that you can work with someone that can't get deals done, or you can work with someone that gets deals done. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. And it's all about deals. I mean, deals are the end result, but even further than that is a relationship. Because if you have that relationship, you've got not only that client for life, but you've also got that client as a soldier for you and a referral source for life. Oh yeah. And the process is rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Right. It's making so much money. Right. Yeah. And then that's the thing is you want to be able to do a good job for people. Um, so, you know, tune into these for, for tips and strategies or Thursday meetings. We got more tips and strategies, your uh, Wednesday meetings, tips and strategies. Tuesday morning clubhouse, uh, Tuesday sold clubhouse. school real estate. If you don't know what it is, check us out. We're in there. We had some wicked people on last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's kind of the, the name of the game is just uh, finding ways to have more conversations with people. And like, even if you like, you know, a lot of us work from home now, uh, don't do that. Like, don't work from home. Go work at a coffee shop, go work at a restaurant, go work at a whatever, and make sure that you're not sitting there quietly. Make sure you're having conversations with people and like, check this out. You can have conversations uh, with the, like you can go to, let's say Cactus Club for all us Canadians. You guys got Cactus Club out there? I've heard of it. Heard of it? Okay. <laughs> Do you have it in Toronto? I don't even know. Is it out there? I don't even know. I'm so old, man. I'm so out of the scene. I couldn't tell you. So anyways, I don't even know where the doctor's offices are. Never mind a Cactus Club, but carry, carry on. <laughs> they're restaurants, right? But they're yeah. like kind of more higher end, trendy, um, bar-ish restaurants. Yeah. But you can go and sit at the bar working on your laptop and um, uh, have a conversation with the bartender. And then now that bartender can be an advocate for all the people that go to Cactus Club for you. Make sure you leave them cards, make sure you type referrals and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, you can do deals that way, right? Or like oh, yeah. Was, oh, yeah, totally. I was sitting at a restaurant before I took off to come see you in Toronto, right? I remember I missed my first flight, so I had to book a second one. And uh, so I'm sitting there for about four hours waiting for the flights. And uh, there's like a, a waitress who came and brought me one coffee. And then maybe two hours went by before I looked up again. And I finally looked up and I tried to get her attention so I could order some food or something. And she comes over and she's like, I have never seen somebody as busy as you. She was like, your phone rings nonstop. You're, you're either on a call or messaging or emailing. Like, it's, I've never seen that. Like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a realtor. And she's like, oh, what's the market and this and this and this. And then she's talking about it and uh, she's a renter. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you, you should not be a renter right now. And then, so she followed me on Instagram and off we go and conversations. And then, you know, we'll be doing a deal soon. Yeah. So that's from me being out in the public, people seeing me work and I'm working. I'm not just sitting there fucking doing nothing. Right. 
And, uh, you know, it, it creates conversations that creates deals. Yeah. And a lot of agents, uh, I mean, let's be honest, there's a lot of agents that have a lot of time on their hands. And if you, you should not have a lot of time on your hands, because if you're not prospecting, you're unemployed. If you got time to sit around and do other things and you're not prospecting, so you can't expect deals to happen. And there's a number of ways that you can prospect, which is a whole nother episode, but uh, as we say every week, this is not hard. It's hard work. And the number one thing you got to be able to do is commit to it. Because if you can't, then you have nothing to, there's no accountability. There's nothing. You have no results. Shitty, shitty workmanship equals poor fucking results. And, uh, you know, like this morning, I, I did a reel. It was 9.07 when I did the reel. I'd already be, I was already sitting in the car having convos with people on Sunday morning while my son was in the rink. And I'm sure there was a lot of agents watching that who were still in bed, uh, you know, working out their thumbs on their Instagram. I'd already driven 35 minutes to where I had to be and was getting shit done. Why? Because I had time to do it. And I'm not going to sit there and just listen to music for an hour or go watch my kids practice when I can be doing other things. Me watching my kids practice, sorry, I don't get anything of that out of that, right? It's his practice, not mine. My practice is sitting in the car or sitting in the bar and uh, having combos with people. So I'll leave it with at this for today. I think it was awesome. I'm going to challenge you all, and, and, and I speak for Sean when I say this. Look at all the groups you're a part of, online, offline, teams that you're in, uh, teams that you were in people that you know, and figure out how you can start uh, having convos with those people to convert them into clients. Sean, this has been amazing. Uh, As always, thanks for your time. I know it's limited. I feel honored. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hey, for those of you who don't know, I just rip on Sean like 24-7. It's like constant chirp fest. It's, It's like a little brother to me. But yeah. I, I, I just love, I love ripping on him. He's bigger than me, but he's like a little brother. I got like yeah. 10 years on him, maybe 12. But uh, I love ripping on him. It's fun. Anyways, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Don't forget, tune in to uh, Sold School Podcast uh, every Wednesday. And we are in Clubhouse at 10 a.m. every uh, every week, 10 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Mountain. Uh, we also, if you, you look us up, our Instagram stuff is below. You can find us on IG. Uh, I have a link in my, uh, IG profile that gives you access to all of our training every week. Sean's Thursday morning, uh, my Wednesday morning, our sold school clubhouse as well. We have pre-construction Fridays for those who want to learn about pre-construction. Uh, there's all kinds of goodies there. It's all free. Check us out. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Take care. Awesome. Take it easy, guys.